This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. I am Maggie Herlinski. And I am Audrey Sears. And you are listening to the monthly side saddle episode of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for September 6th, episode 3013. This episode is brought to you by Camp Corrals and the Aspen Lodge. Good morning, horse world. On today's show, we have a history of men aside. And we'll talk with Fabian Rodriguez, and you all get to meet our Brian's. The word of the day is purchase. No, it's not about buying a side saddle. And where in the world is Maggie? And a giveaway. So I have a daily Winnie. I'd like to give a daily Winnie out to the vets and vet techs that help us with our horses. This month has been an absolute absolute nightmare for me as a horse owner. I have seen way too many vets than I'd care to, talked to way too many vets than I'd care to in the last couple of weeks. It's been insane. So for all of you vets and vet techs out there, thank you so much for what you do and putting up with horse owners like me who have horses that just apparently like to kill themselves. (laughs) Amen to that, sister. (laughs) We've gotten very well acquainted with our vet this month, too. Yeah, I was about to say, you've got some horses in kind of the same boat, too, right now. Uh, Why do they always want to, like, cut off a limb? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, stitches. I've learned more about proud flesh and stitches this year. So, well, we're going to start things off with history of side saddle with men. Like, isn't that crazy to think about? So while I was doing some research for this episode, now I've always heard that, you know, after, particularly after wars, men rode side saddle, but I haven't seen a whole lot of actual documentation about that. So I went through the American Side Saddle Association library um, this weekend and found um, an actual photograph of a side saddle said to have been ridden by the Marquis de Lafayette. If anybody's heard You know, listen to Hamilton. You know, you know who Lafayette is. Um, But he had a leg injury at the Battle of Brandywine. And when he visited um, the United States uh, earlier in the 1800s, I think it was 1824. So he was an older gentleman then. He rode side saddle on his visit. Yeah, and you sent me a picture of that uh, saddle that you found when you were researching everything and it got me curious. So I went and looked up some, a uh, few things as well and found out a little bit like people like George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, a lot of our founding fathers would ride side saddle, especially again, after an injury due to a limb injury and so on. And that kind of carried on traditionally with the civil war and a lot of amputees preferred riding side saddles. And that kind of, 
changed a side saddle shape and created what we kind of more of like a modern day or the American side saddle, more plantation type side saddles um, and and more easier put on saddles. So like less of the balance straps and more of like those Y girds and so on that we've talked about in an earlier episode. Exactly. Um, there's lots of legends about about this and I actually owned briefly um, a saddle that I could document had had belonged to a, a man um, in the early part of the 1900s. Oh yeah, that's right. It had like a sticker and it was made for a, a captain or a captain colonel, right? somebody Harris. I can't remember yeah. the name now. I should have written about it down. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taking a picture or something. I forgot oh, about I that. I know. One of the other cool stories that I know about men and side saddles is back when we had the boom for telegraph wires and telephone wires, they used side saddles to actually string the wire because a man could ride with both their legs on one side and then they could stick a pole on the other side and they could unwind the wire as they were riding forward. And that's kind of one of the reasons why side saddles went west is because they used that to string fence out in the western states too. And what I a thought, great idea. wow, that's kind of like a smart idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of fun. Who the fuck? I want to be cantering along, stringing fence. Like, come on. Yeah. Oh, and of course, we talked about Jules Pellier um, in a previous episode that invented the leaping horn after falling off his wife's side saddle. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. A lot of, I think a lot of the side saddle uh, changes and variations actually came from men, like the French cutback head. We just talked about the plantation saddles. We had the leaping horn. For our new listeners, the leaping horn is that lower curve, downward curving horn on a side saddle that you press your left knee up into. Well, and I think side saddles are coming back um, for men even today. Just for the a lot of those same reasons, comfort, uh, dealing with um, leg injuries, joint injuries, that sort of thing. And I think that's the same reason why a lot of women are coming back to side saddle is that same thing. You know, joint injury yeah. or a lower leg injury, a back injury. It's just Or some of easier. us just getting on in years and it's a little easier on the old joints. And we'll get to our first guest right after I tell you about our sponsor. The Aspen Lodge is a guest ranch in Alpine, Arizona. It offers guest lodging and guided horseback rides, or you can bring your own horses and camp or stay in one of the rooms or cabins. It is also a beautiful setting for weddings, corporate retreats, family reunions, and other groups. Alpine is not the dry desert climate that most think of as typical Arizona. The Aspen Lodge is located in the lush mountainous terrain of 8,000 feet in the White Mountains. Whether you like to hunt, fish, ride, Hike or take photographs, this area is an outdoor paradise. The beautiful Aspen Lodge was built in 1959 and sits on 20 acres backed up against Apache Sitgreaves National Forest. There are miles of trails right off the property. It is a magical, quiet place surrounded by wilderness, yet only a mile from town. It is not unusual to have a herd of a hundred elk come strolling through the property right outside the windows. This is a slice of heaven that owners Joe and Diane Lowy Love sharing with guests. Diane has ridden aside for close to 20 years and has a side saddle saloon at the Aspen Lodge dedicated to her historic collection of saddles. For more information, please visit our website at theaspenlodge.com or find us on Facebook. 
I've been there. It really is gorgeous. <laughs> now let's welcome our first guest, Fabian Rodriguez of Thornton, Colorado, which is a little area right outside of Denver. Hi, Fabian. How you doing? You're on with me and Audrey Sears. Thank you for having me on. Good deal. And what was your club again? Colorado Heritage Side Saddle Riders. Well, so today we've been discussing men in side saddle. And Maggie's like, wait a minute. I have a friend that can totally interview for this. I said, okay, great. So, um, hi. <laughs> I've never hi. met you. <laughs> um, so, what got you into side saddle? Like, why did you want to start riding side saddle? You know, that's kind of a blurry story, I guess I can say. I never really, you know, growing up horse crazy, you never really, you know, know the different disciplines until you're exposed to them, right? Mm -hmm. um, so just going through different breeds, learning about them and the different styles, um, you know, looking at a lot of the English breeds, you see pictures of ladies riding a side and I thought, well, that's kind of cool. They look like they're hanging off the side. <laughs> um, and they don't have a leg on the other side. So, you know, I kind of dove into it and um, learned the different styles and um, found side saddle really fascinating in that you can ride a horse with just one leg on one side and then um, kind of learning more into it. You think it's just a, a girl's thing and a modern lady's thing and you learn about stud grooms and, you know, past presidents with injuries and men with injuries and they ride that way. So I thought, well, you know, there's my justification that I can do it. <laughs> it's a yeah, cool, right? elegant style. Um, the world made sense. Guys would ride side saddle because it's more comfortable. Um, but yeah, I think that's what started it. So I uh, kind of went so, went that way. So how long officially have you been riding a side? I would say um, kind of since I bought, purchased my own horse that I can do my own things on. And I purchased Cisco. He's in the region fjord um, back in 2014. Um, so since I've had him, I've had access to do whatever I want. So I purchased my first side saddle at a, uh, at the horse expo here in Colorado. That's usually held in March and um, <clears throat> found a riding group and literally walked into their stalls and I said, Hey, do you guys have any side saddles for sale? And they were like really excited. And they're like, Oh yeah, let's show you around. And, you know? So I, I think I got my first side saddle in 2015 which it was an Asian made one, um, but it worked, worked for what it was. So. What are your goals with riding with side saddle? Like, are you trying, are you just doing it to learn different things? Are you just doing it to, you know, show or move forward or anything? I would, I think my goal would be to grow my, um, my passion for it more, definitely learn more and be one of those knowledge keepers of it and not let it die out. Um, I think a goal would be to build a club with more enthusiasts on it and, you know, get people from different backgrounds to learn what they know and what their styles are. Um, I, of course I would love to do like some schooling shows. I definitely love going to Briarfest. I think that was a huge goal and Maggie made that <laughs> a dream come true for me. Um, so I think to continue to do demonstrations at um, Briarfest and get it out there and let it be known is definitely something I like to keep in mind. Um, as far as showing, I personally don't have a lot of real horse show experience, um, but I think that could be something I would work up with um, 
And yeah, I definitely love the teaching aspect and getting anybody and everybody into a side saddle so they can experience it. Yeah, definitely. That's that's my goal too. Everybody needs to try this. <laughs> yeah. So you said, yeah, I was like, you just said something about grooms riding a side. Tell us about that. I've never heard that. So side grooms, um, from what I understand, it's uh, historically, obviously, ladies never really broke or trained their horses to ride side saddles. So what the stud grooms do is they would be the ones to, um, you know, yoke the horse and get them ready for the ladies. They would ride side saddle for them and make sure that they were a perfect ladies mount. Um, if the men had trouble, the, they would have the trouble and they would take it rather than the ladies. Um, so yeah, they would be the ones to get on the horse side saddle and make sure everything's in working order. Um, make sure the horse is competent and cool for a lady to ride and they bring the horse up to them and let them out and be on their way. Oh, I've never heard of that before, but it makes total sense. We were just talking about Jules Poulier. Did I say it right? (laughs) Uh, About how he was schooling his wife's horse, fox hunting in order to, and that he fell off, he broke his leg and that's what's created the leaping horn. So it kind of sounds like the, same thing there about him being a, a, a what did you call it a, a groom what a stud groom you call yeah stud a stud groom, groom. Yeah. okay I was like I was like I <laughs> you just said something I didn't hear before but that's awesome okay yeah. so we're gonna back up a little bit you were talking about Briarfest as well so how many years have you been doing that so I've been a Briar collector forever and I have a huge collection in my house but my first official Briarfest was actually their celebration called Gateway to India in 2017, which is when I was invited to ride with Maggie. Um, So we do demonstrations there for the plastic model horse collectors and real horse people that are there. And um, we ride into the the main center arena where everybody comes and watches. And, you know, they have the announcer explaining what we're doing and what our club is about. so very honored to be a part of the American Side Saddle Association and um, very happy to be able to, to ride in demos with them there. At yeah, that's, it was an insane experience. I got to do my first this year and it was just, it's an insane experience. And the fact that you've done it multiple times, I'm very jealous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very well known in that uh, model horse community. So I, I love when uh, they hear our club and the announcer's name. They or my name when it's announced. Everybody really cheers for us. So, <laughs> oh yeah, it was like it was like having a rock star in our group. Like, Ooh, Fabian's <laughs> riding with us. Don't don't you guys suck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love to hype up the group and have everybody come out and support us. So, and they love to see us. They definitely love to see the unique style that we ride is is inside saddle and. Um, to have a, a gentleman ride side saddle makes it even more of a unique experience. And, um, you know, I think in general, um, there needs to be a lot more guys in the horse world and in model horse world. Um, it's definitely something that's a lady majority in all aspects. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> I think, but I, I feel like, it... rare... yeah, sorry. Okay. I was like, I feel like you make it attainable. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, it's a realistic goal. Um, so and, and you the talk crowd, 
the crowd just loved you dressed as Maleficent. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I definitely loved actually dressing as Maleficent. I haven't ridden with a uh, own custom like uh, apron or anything like that as of yet, but having the Maleficent costume kind of made it really fun. <laughs> kind of like a mock-up of it. So uh, again, you can just do what you love and make it your own. And if you can have fun with it, have fun with it. Right. So you said that you started with kind of an Asian made side saddle and you've gotten to ride with Maggie at Briarfest and stuff. So you, I'm sure you've ridden in a bunch of different side saddles. What's your favorite side saddle? Well, that's a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think my favorite side saddle that I've ever ridden in would have to have been um, Maggie's custom Crestridge, I believe a Western hybrid side saddle. Um, I think Maggie can speak more on that one. Yep, if I'm that's correct. What it is. That's yeah, that what it one is. was super comfort, super comfortable, very secure. Um, I felt like I could ride for days on end in that saddle. Um, but my personal like um, favorite look and style would definitely be the English side saddles. I just love the overall appearance and um, the look of those ones. So um, can't be the classic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I also have a Spanish side saddle, and that's like riding on a big couch. It's definitely <laughs> fluffy and comfy, <laughs> but it is very bulky. So, What's your main saddle you ride in on a daily basis, just for fun? <clears throat> um, my main saddle that I ride now uh, is actually a, I got from from Maggie. It is a Elan. Um, it's a black English side saddle, and you know I took it for a spin at Briarfest and definitely felt fell in love with it even more after I purchased it and it fits my fjord and I like a glove so I couldn't ask for anything better that's awesome yeah I started to miss having that one so I found another one just like it (laughs) (laughs) starting to miss it definitely being used a lot (laughs) well you can't it's third you can't beat them I mean especially for the price yeah those alons are really nice they're they're nice to have around but and I bet the black looks really nice on your pretty pony. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a handsome fellow too. <laughs> so, um, my kind of one of my last questions is: How has side saddle given you an opportunity that you may not have had a stride? I mean, obviously, you just spoke about riding at Briarfest, but like, has it given you any other freedoms when it comes to riding horses or messing with horses? Um, I would definitely like to elaborate on that more. You know, the key to Briarfest for me to ride in, in the arena was to actually be in the side saddle. Um, you know, because I mean, we all see everybody else riding a stride and, you know, it's, it's not that basic or it's not that looked over. You see somebody riding side saddle and, uh, you get noticed for it. Um, especially being a, a guy rider, you get noticed for it. Um, and you definitely get a lot of stops and stares and questions and makes people want to interact with you. So I think riding side saddle is definitely opens a lot of doors for people to actually approach us and, and me, especially to say, you know, why are you doing this and what is your reason for it and how is this done and explaining it to them and, you know, letting people know what it is and what it's about and how they can join or what they can do to be involved with this community. Um, 
and just meeting amazing, fun people too. Um, and giving myself sort of that little bit of spotlight, I guess everybody wants their claim to fame. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, definitely just, I think that in and of itself is a social aspect. Um, writing at Briarfest has like definitely been my favorite thing and um, seeing other professional writers such as Susan Oaks reaching out and saying, Hey, that's cool that you're writing side saddle. I think that was really, really cool. Um, when that happened once upon a time. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is definitely a community We're we're small and niche, but everybody's here to help each other. And I really enjoy that. Right. So you're definitely right about that. All right. So here's for the fun question. What has been the hardest thing to learn about side saddle? Oh, I think I could say that's an easy question for me. It's <laughs> definitely because I have a fjord, they're hard to fit as it is. So the learning about fit on a side saddle fit has been difficult for me. Um, but it's definitely also trained me very well to have a keen eye to look at a saddle and be like, that won't fit or that has this wrong with it or that might work. But um yeah, I think that's definitely been one of the hardest part is actually finding the unicorn of all saddles to fit you and your <laughs> horse. <laughs> yeah, it's so definitely that's, like that's a definitely been hard. But you're right, saddle fit is it's mind blowing how much saddle fit that you have to do with side saddle. It's just and right. you continue to learn about it. It yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, the riding part is easy. Getting the mm-hmm. a saddle that fits your horse and you is the hardest part. That's the biggest part of what I do as an instructor is just saddle fit. Right. Yeah, it's the right. beginning and the end with side saddle. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so speaking of the end, Fabian, it's been great having you on the show. And we will see you down the trail. Thank Probably you. at Briarfest. Yes, most definitely. (laughs) Thank you guys again for having me on the show and happy trails. Happy trails. The American Side Saddle Association was formed in 2008 to preserve, promote, and expand the elegance and historical art of riding side saddle. The American Side Saddle Association wishes to promote enthusiasm for side saddle riding among the equestrian public. The American Side Saddle Association is a network of over 20 regional side saddle clubs located throughout the nation. The association supports all forms of riding and rider safety. We honor the women who came before us, but are also inclusive of all people throughout society. We hold regular clinics and participate in parades and demonstrations around the United States. Find us on Facebook or AmericanSideSaddleAssociation.com. So we have the Bryans with us today. And the Bryans are pretty special to me and Maggie. Um, Maggie's uh, significant other is Brian. And my significant other is Brian. And together they work on side saddles for us and the other members of the American Side Saddle Association. And we thought we would have them since they're kind of the backbone in side saddle for us and for our organization. So how are you guys doing today? Doing all right. Doing good. Our first question goes to Brian McAllister, my Brian. What got you into side saddle? Well, I got hurt at the job I was working at and was looking for something else to do. And this 
was something to do. I could stay at home and work as hard or as little as I wanted to. Okay. And Brian Sears. Um, sorry. I uh, I got into it with my wife, Audrey. Um, she wanted to get into something new and exciting. So I pushed her to go to a clinic that Maggie held. And recently, this past June, um, I got the privilege to go down to Brian McAllister's shop and learn how to start to repair side saddles. Okay. All right. So next question. How long have you been working in side saddle? So my Brian, Brian Sears. I have been working for less than probably six weeks on and off. I've just started back just this last summer. Um, Brian McAllister. Oh, I've been doing it for about four, four and a half years. I learned from uh, Sadler down in Kentucky. Went down and studied with him for a while, and then came back and started doing it on my own. So, what do you enjoy most about working on Antique Tack? How it's put together. Some of the things you find. Some of the crazy things you find. <laughs> um, I just like to. I this. It's the same thing as like how it's put together, but it's how the history, how they put the saddles together by hand and what tools they had to use and how they, how it was, how they made the saddles. Put it all together. Yeah. All right. So my Brian, what do you hate about it? What's the worst thing about doing this? Uh, the worst thing about doing side saddles is tearing all the tack apart <laughs> to get down to the bones to repair them. What I hate worst about it is when you take a saddle apart and find that you have to rebuild the tree. Yeah. That is time-consuming and a long, hard-fought battle. Yep. You can get into way more work than you thought about. All right. So what's your favorite part about side saddle in particular? Or side saddles? It's a niche. It, you know, not everybody does it. It's, you know, it's different. Okay. Uh, my favorite part about the side saddle is how it looks on the horse. And turn it down to the raw tree and rebuilding it. You get to see the history of the men that built the side, like who put the saddles together and how they're technology back then integrated our tech to our technology today and how we do and how we do just side saddles or just normal saddles all right so my next question is what is your favorite side saddle that you've worked on so my brian my well the only really truly side saddle i worked on was a whitman that brian McAllister helped me tear apart that was a fun week. Um, but my favorite saddles is probably the old saddles from the early 1700s and early 1800s. I really don't think I have a favorite side saddle. I mean, they're all different. They're all unusual in one way or another. I think you do have a favorite side saddle. Your favorite side saddle is one that you don't have to work on. This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I have been banned from bringing anything else home that needs worked on. 
At least for especially, the next six <laughs> Especially if the tree is not broken. That's your favorite. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, that, uh, Brian, that one that we had, that we thought had a broken tree. It wasn't. It was just so moth-eaten that everything was loose. <laughs> we didn't have to rebuild Well, that's, it. that's good. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So, last question for both of you. What is the craziest thing you've ever seen in a side saddle? Potato chip wrappers. Candy wrappers. I did hear tell of a tennis shoe coming out of a panel one time. When they tore the saddle apart. Duct tape. I haven't seen any crazy ones yet because I'm just getting into it. But I have found the unique ones where they have the straw wrapped all around with wool to form the seat. Um, oh, yeah. And we have did take one part this summer to help reflock. And there it was, it was flocked with carpet shreds instead of wool. So that was a unique... Oh. But it's from where it was made. I know which saddle you're talking about. <laughs> Jen, do you have any questions? Sure, I'll ask a question. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> You've always wanted to do that, haven't you? I have always wanted to do that. <laughs> so, Brian, number one, you've worked on this a little for not quite so long. What is the most challenging part about the actual work itself? Is it the taking apart, the putting together, the sourcing parts? What do you think is the biggest challenge? Uh, well, right now it's finding the tools for us, but it's taking it apart because a lot of the, the saddles we take apart are considered antiques. They're from the 1800s. So the, the tacks are so rusted into the tree that we they break so easily and the leather is so cracked that you have to almost be like a surgeon to peel it apart without destroying everything. He's a saddle surgeon. I love it. Okay. <laughs> and so Brian, number two, you've worked on these saddles for a bit longer. What? What I, what I don't <laughs> like about it is trying to put the old ones when you're reusing the old covers. When you're putting them back together, you have to be careful not to rip the leather. Yeah. But still get everything back together and tight. Yeah. So next question for you, Brian, number two, is what is the most satisfying or rewarding aspect of doing these repairs and upgrades? Seeing them be able to be ridden again. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Seeing them out there being used, eh? Yeah. Yeah. To see them back on a horse and somebody riding them. Somebody riding it. Brian, number one, have you ever actually sat in a side saddle and ridden in one? I have not. <laughs> I have not yet. Um, the side saddles we have right now, um, they're not, I don't feel, I think they're not big enough for me to sit safely in them. Um, and we usually when the side saddles come out is um, Audrey or her friends are out riding so i'm usually watching our children <laughs> yeah it's a horse husband's life <laughs> there we go how about you brian number two have you ever sat in and ridden in a side saddle yeah i've ridden in maggie's crest ridge and and, 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 and in the steel cone, cone of safety maggie is not allowed to influence this answer no <sighs> elbowing in the ribs did yeah. you did you like it and would you try it again yeah 
Yeah, actually, it's you're more secure in side saddle than you are in a stride saddle. So, given the option, would you have you have you ridden a stride as well? Yeah. Yeah. So you would uh, you would recommend to to fellas down at the local watering hole? Sure, give it a try. Yeah, I'd tell them to give it a try. Yeah, brave man. Well, thanks guys for coming on the Bryans. We need to have uh, regular segments with the Bryans just because it sounds cool. <laughs> that would be awesome. I know, right? <laughs> How to do home saddle repair with the Bryans? With the Bryans, they, it's, yeah. they're going to have a YouTube channel. Um, it's going to it's going to rival this old house. Yeah. <laughs> this old saddle. This old saddle. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and now for a word from our next sponsor, CampCorrals.com. CampCorrals.com is made by women for women. Although young and old cowboys are also loving the versatility and ease of these portable corrals. Lightweight, safe, and effective horse panels, some even with built-in electric. Whether you camp, need a grazer or a round pen to train in, do rehab, or want to be emergency ready, we have a fence style that will meet your needs. Also now offering arena fencing. Plus, don't forget to check out our vehicle saddle stand, a perfect place to put your side saddle while traveling. Check us out. Call or text 520-732-1945 or on the web www.campcorrals.com. So now it's time for our word of the day. And today's word of the day is a purchase. And no, it's not about buying a side saddle. So we've talked previously about, um, well, we talked earlier in this episode about the leaping horn. And then there's the upright horn that the leg will go over and around. And the purchase is what happens when your leg that's up and over, so typically your right leg, when that heel comes to the shin of your left leg, the leg that's hanging down, that is called the purchase. Now, I always remember it because it's on the safe of the saddle, which is that big leather flap in front, kind of like a overgrown knee roll. And so you put your purchase in your safe. That's how I remember it, at least. Yeah, and purchase is more than just grip. It's kind of everything working together that holds you in the saddle. Like if you have a suede seat on your side saddle or if you're wearing like sticky seat or full seat breeches, that kind of goes into purchase too. Mm -hmm. um, some of the old saddles, the safe um, was suede and that helped. Um, we just put um, suede on the safe of a, of a lady's uh, 1920s vintage side saddle. Um, yeah, and you add, just donated one. Purchase. Yeah, you guys just donated one to my local chapter that's all carpeted. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty too. <laughs> but yeah, that purchase is that, you're right, it's more than just where your, where your uh, heel matches your shin. It's, it's a whole lot of squeeze there too and pressing into the saddle you really want to press your purchase into your safe in order to kind of help balance yourself and as your horse changes directions and moving and so on it's it's a lot going on there for just the word and, but, but it, it falls in place when you're actually doing it if you've never ridden side saddle it it, it all just kind of happens <laughs> but a little bit of suede never hurts <laughs> a little extra grip yep <laughs> So, Maggie, you told me earlier today, came as a surprise, uh, we're doing a giveaway. Can you yes. tell us about that? We're doing a giveaway. Um, if you go to our website, AmericanSideSaddleAssociation.com. 
um, there is a, a page, um, and we'll put it in the um, show notes too so you can see it. Um, go to our website and sign up for a free drawing. One winner will get your choice of a custom-made girth or a halter from McAllister Saddlery, so you don't even have to know anything about side saddle. Um, <laughs> the girth is a three-fold leather girth, um, bison hide, very soft and supple and sturdy, um, or a halter to fit whatever size beast you have or whatever species beast you have. <laughs> um, from McAllister Saddlery, and a second winner will get either a free side saddle lesson from one of our American Side Saddle Association instructors or a copy of the Side Saddle Legacy, um, How to Ride Aside the American Way by Linda Bowlby and Marty Friddle. So that's two lucky winners. So again, if you want to join in for our free drawing, go fill out our form on our website, which is American Side Saddle association.com and there'll be a button right at the top it says horses in the morning drawing so it's really quick and easy just click the button fill it out and there's your chance to win all right so maggie where in the world are you well i just finished up another busy month we had uh the first week of august was our first full week of august was our local county fair in ross county ohio and um, Brian's granddaughter, Katie McAllister, she got to ride her horse at the fair. Um, by the second day of showing, um, it was her first year showing her horse. She did awesome. Side saddle. She, she, yes. Well, at all. <laughs> yeah. She shows side saddle, of course. She's never ridden a stride. Doesn't know how. Um, and after the second full day of showing, I'm like, oh, my God, I hope this child hates this and we never have to do it again. <laughs> I was exhausted. <laughs> She's the one showing her horse and I was wiped out. And then we had uh, two more days of showing after that. But she had a great time. She did great. And now I think she's taking our entire herd to the fair next year. <laughs> so, yeah, she had a good time. Um, and I just finished up two weekends of teaching. I was in... Somewhere in Western New York. What was the name? Clarence Center, New York. Clarence Center. Um, a week ago, teaching. We had a great time. It was mostly youth. So it was kind of nice. Refreshing having uh, a bunch of teenagers that know everything. Yeah. <sighs> um, but they all had a good time. The weather was really, it wasn't too miserable. It was a nice breeze. It was a good day. And then this past weekend, I spent all day teaching in Milford, Ohio, outside of Cincinnati. Um, and we had a, a wide variety of students for that one. Um, several of them are getting ready for the Camargo Hunter Trials in October and wanted a, a refresher on their side saddle riding. And then yesterday, not yesterday, what am I thinking? Sunday, I was in... Roachdale, Indiana, uh, teaching at a barn there. And we had um, a couple of more experienced side saddle riders, but with a new horse and uh, some rookies. Um, we had a really good time. So, and then coming up this coming weekend or Labor Day weekend, I am so excited. Bunch of us are going, I'm going with um, your club, Audrey, Western yep. New York Side Saddle. 
uh, to the Allegheny State Park Labor Day weekend campout. I haven't been camping yep. with horses in ages. Three days um, of it. Yeah, but we're not staying in the horse trailer. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank goodness Samantha Reeves is going with us with her pickup truck. She's hauling our camper, so I get all the comforts of home. Huzzah. And because we're taking the camper, Squeak the cat gets to go. She's excited, too. <laughs> she doesn't care about the horse riding part. She just likes to hang out in the camper and watch the birds. <laughs> but, uh, and then September 11th, we have the All Horse Parade in Delaware, Ohio. Um, great fun. There's like 500 horses at this parade. Um, no motorized units. There's only two marching bands. Um, the crowd is there to see horses. It is the my of all the parades we do, Kentucky Derby, Chicago Thanksgiving, all of them. This one is my favorite, just because of the crowd. Um, they tailgate in their front yards all day, waiting for the parade to start. Um, they have they will take chalk and mark off a giant checkerboard in the middle of the street with numbers in the squares. <laughs> yeah, and every time a horse dumps a load. Somebody won some money. So there's lots of cheering <laughs> when we go by. <laughs> um, but it is awesome. Um, September 11th, my regional club, Southern Ohio Ladies Aside, is going on just a social outing to the wilds. Um, it's uh, partnered with the Columbus Zoo, and they do a lot of um, conservation of um, endangered species. They have several species there of animals that only exist in captivity now. And one um, pair of David's deer, they've now re-released back into the wild. So mm -hmm. that is really cool in their native country. So that's really cool. Um, October 1st is the Camargo Hunter Trials near Cincinnati, Ohio. They're going to have a full side saddle division this year. So I want to go to that. And October 2nd, we'll be in Milton, West Virginia for the Pumpkin Festival. And I know we're going to have another episode before um, the next event I want to talk about, but um, you got to make plans pretty far ahead. The Neshoba, <laughs> the Neshoba Carriage Classic in Germantown, Tennessee, which is right outside of Memphis. Um, it's a carriage show, but because of the heritage aspect, they've added a side saddle division. Um and it's just a really fun weekend. They do a, um, what do they call it? The Magnolia Drive. And it's a trail ride drive with a poker run. So even if you can't show very, if you don't show well, you don't have a really fancy horse, you don't have a really good outfit, you know, you don't have a pretty side saddle habit or a, the perfect driving hat, you might win the money in the poker run. <laughs> But I've, it's been several years since I've gotten to go to that one, and I'm really looking forward to it. If anybody wants to go with me, I'm in Ohio, and it's in Tennessee, so you can I can pick you up along the way. Well, Maggie, I think that's kind of the end. I think we've reached the end of our time limit, so we're going to have yeah. to wrap things up here. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> this has so been a fun can... episode. It really has. <laughs> it has. It's definitely a lot more history. Yeah. A lot more history. There, there's The side saddle world is definitely way deeper than you think it is. It's oh, yeah. a rabbit hole for sure. Oh, yeah. 
So you can learn more about riding side saddle on our website, americansidesaddleassociation.com, our Facebook page, American Side Saddle Association, or on our YouTube channel. You can follow Horses in the Morning on Facebook. Just search for Horses in the Morning. You can have all of the Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with our free app for iPhone and Android. Go to the App Store and search Horse Radio Network. Thanks to our sponsors, Camp Corral and the Aspen Lodge. Semper obliquo. That's Latin for always sideways. Sideways. 